Tonight on the Fanatic Forum, we're going to answer a lot of questions. Some of the major questions in life, why are we here, uh, why do hot dogs come in packs of eight and buns in packs of ten, and what is creative overflow? We're going to answer all these questions and perhaps more right after this. <music> that's coming to Louisville, Kentucky called Creative Overflow uh, that my buddy Bill Hood is in charge of from uh, Hood Art. Uh, so we're going to be talking about that. Of course, there's some little geek stuff uh, we'll be talking about, a few geek topics, I'm sure, will pop up from here to there. Uh, and I've got some new comics to discuss, so all sorts of good stuff here. But, of course, i got a little bit of network business here because, of course, the Fanatic Forum is a proud part of the Back of the Serial Box Network, and we've got a newly revamped website SerialBoxNetwork.com, right here on your screen here. Uh, this is a literal one-stop shop for all things Serial Box Network. So you can find your favorite shows on here, like the Fanatic Forum, uh, Back of the Serial Box, Cryptid Crunch, uh, Back uh, 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 Back Issue uh, Club, um, or, or uh, Comic Books for uh, Comic, uh, Comic Books: The New Class. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm brain farting over here. Uh, Comic Books, The New Class, uh, Ice Cream Queens, oh, Cosplay, all kinds of great shows on here. Uh, but yeah, so this is literally your one-stop shop here, SerialBoxNetwork.com, so check it out. Uh, and we also want to thank our supporters of the Serial Box Network here. Uh, so thank you to our Serial Box super friends, Kate Hawkins, Eli Cash, Cindy Cook, Sharice Collins, and Super Dave Mattingly. Uh, and if you want to be a supporter for the Serial Box Network, go to buymeacoffee.com slash SerialBoxPod, uh, and you can donate uh, to the entire network if you like, or you can specifically donate to your favorite show. Just add the show in the notes uh, of which one you want to donate to. But yeah, anything you want to do to donate to the shows, to help us enhance the shows, make it better for you guys, uh, whatever we can do here to better enhance your viewing and listening pleasure. So either way, uh, yeah, please donate to buymeacoffee.com slash Network. So anywho, we got some good stuff to talk about here. We got a big event to talk about, but we can't do it without our guest here. Uh, so let's bring on the man of the hour here, my buddy, Bill Hood. How you doing, sir? I'm good, brother. How about yourself? Uh, doing wonderful, doing wonderful. Uh, so, of course, this is uh, Bill's second time on the show here. Uh, he is the uh, proprietor of Hood Art. Uh, basically, you, know, you, of course, are an artist, uh, more of the comic book form uh, and uh, portraits, uh, sort of stuff like that. Uh, so, you've had some amazing art you've done. My uh, 
your predator is hanging right over here. <laughs> I see that. I appreciate that. Yeah, you're very welcome. Well, it's a nice print. So your Batman's right over here. So, uh, yeah, and you, you made one for uh, Sam from Trick or Treat for my wife. It's hanging in the living room. So yeah, you're you have literal art in two rooms of our house there. So there you go. <laughs> good to know. Good to know. All right. So how are you, sir? Hanging in, brother. Hanging in. <laughs> I imagine you're a little bit busy these days. Absolutely. Yeah, and of course you are here to talk about, let's bring up the graphic here, May 27th, Creative Overflow 2023, uh, basically a celebration of pop culture artists. So uh, briefly, before we get into other nerd stuff here, briefly tell the folks what this show is and what they can expect. Well, it's exactly what it says it is. Um, it is a celebration of, of various pop culture artists. Um, we're going to have comic book art, we're going to have paintings, we're going to have sculptures, um, Custom D and D dice, custom jewelry, um, yeah, resin workers, uh, plushie makers. Um, if it's custom, it's going to be there. That's awesome. Uh, it's going to be held at the Access Care Community Center on nine hundred eight Dupont Road in Louisville, Kentucky. Five dollar admission. That's awesome. Uh, twelve uh, kids, twelve and under, are free. So yes, they are, so. and, and we won't keep them. <laughs> we will give them back so there you go uh but yeah so this is going to be may 27th from 10 a.m to 7 p.m at all day one day event so uh yeah we were going to talk about that in detail here in a little bit but just want to give you guys a little bit of a preview there of what we're going to discuss here but uh uh anywho we got a couple of nerd things to talk about uh some marvel dates have been announced finally uh, of course, we know we've got uh, Secret Invasion coming June 21st to Disney Plus, which I, I can't wait for. Uh, the, yeah, uh, they, it, it, it's good to see Sam Jackson again. Yeah, uh, and they've basically told uh, basically anyone who's not aware of the storyline or kind of what they're adapting for the storyline is that this is going to be a grown-up uh, espionage thriller paranoia who done it sort of thing like that. So. Uh, yeah, this this is for the grown folks here. So have, have they said? Have you heard? Do you know? Are they looping in Agents of Shield as official MCU now? I don't know because uh, it you know some flags kind of went up because like they uh, there's the scene in the first trailer where Maria is meeting with Nick and that's the Shield bar. Yeah, so, yeah, and I think uh, the girl who played uh, Quake in the TV series is oh, is in it. Ridley? No, um, oh heck, I don't forget her name. Daisy Ridley. Yeah, um, her name's Daisy on the show. Yes, her name is Daisy on the show. Yeah, but yeah. I can't think of her the actress's name, but she's in it. Oh, cool. Okay. Well, maybe they are folding them in finally. I don't know because they fell out of their own continuity in the last two seasons of Agents of Shield anyway, because they were out of time and mm -hmm. well, and they were in the future and all that kind of stuff. And then I think like they erased their own continuity by the end of the season, the series. So anyway, little yeah, confusion well, there. But, yeah. Well, we we we're all used to the wibbly wobbly. <laughs> they can, they can certainly make it work somehow. The tiny whiny stuff, yeah. Yes. So so yeah, I don't know. But well, uh, that would be awesome if Quake is included. Uh, we maybe can see some other Asians. But either way, just get Quake in there. That would be great. So because she plays such a crucial role uh, in what's left i mean there is no shield in the marvel universe in the comics or in the mcu right. uh but those agents are still out there and they're still doing 
good things. Mostly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mostly. Uh, yeah, mostly. But anyway, yeah, so I'm looking very forward to that. Uh, of course, this will be a, a loose adaptation of the comics. Uh, we will see, still see scrolls impersonating people in all aspects of life on Earth and uh, can't trust who's who sort of thing like that. So looking forward. But we do finally have some dates on other Disney Plus shows here. Season 2 of Loki will begin on October 6th. Uh, and much like last season and other Disney Plus shows, it will be released week to week uh, per episode there. So we look forward to that. Um, I noticed they've released a new trailer uh, to the show where it does not include Jonathan Majors anywhere in there, even though he's all over this season of the show. So we'll see how uh, the uh, real life issues uh, that have been going on with his misdoings, what he's doing, uh, right. and, or at least been accused of. And, uh, you know, how he's having some, uh, I guess, professional troubles because of that. So whether or not Marvel ends up still using him in the Kang role or he gets replaced or what? Are, I don't know. There, there's a lot of questions. But well, Ezra, it's, it's, it's Kang. He's easy enough to replace. It is. Yeah. Ezra Miller's still the Flash. But, yeah, you're right. Yeah, we can. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't necessarily agree with that either. But that's a discussion for another time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We, we will see how that all pans out. Uh, and then uh, lastly here, we have Echo. We will finally see this come out on November 29th. Uh, and the plus about this one, the entire series will be released on November 29th. Hmm. So, okay. yeah, I'm excited about that. Uh, a lot of folks were kind of reading into it as something to be wary about or something to be concerned you know, or maybe the show's not going to be very good. I don't think that's the case. I think this is a brand new character. This is something that's untested. Uh, we got to know her a little bit in the Hawkeye series, but she clearly is not a hero in that series. So we kind of would almost need the entire series to give it to you at once because people will be more inclined to do that as opposed to tuning in week to week if right. they're not familiar with this new, this character. Well, and... Um, and- other streamers like Netflix and, and, and even Paramount, they do that all the time. Just drop the whole series. So it, It's not a normal uh, method for Disney uh, to do, and so people were reading into it. It's something to be concerned about. I'm like, guys, don't worry. Um, the other thing, too, that should be of interest to people is that we will probably see some uh, Hawkeye actors uh, return, uh, possibly even Haley Steinfeld returning for this season uh, for Echo. Uh, most notably, though, is that Vincent D'Onofrio will be reprising the Kingpin. I uh, was going to add. Uh, and for very good reason. One, we will get to find out what happened to Wilson, basically, where we left him at season three of Daredevil, and then when we saw him at Hawkeye. So basically, mm-hmm. uh, what happened to him post-snap and all that sort of thing like that. Uh, the other thing is that basically this series will kind of begin the storyline of Wilson Fisk running for mayor of New York City. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I can get behind that. Yeah, this will be a major component of the Daredevil Born Again series. So this is kind of where the seeds of that will begin as an Echo. So, And we may even see old Hornhead himself in the Echo series too. So lots of stuff to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm excited. I'm a Daredevil fan. So. Yeah, well, Uh, you you want Charlie Cox in the yellow or the red? It doesn't matter. Charlie Cox is in the role, so... Uh, yeah, that's I mean, valid, but I liked him better in red. 
Well, and I'm fine with him in the in the golden red because right now he's got a lot of uh, making up to do because you know seeing as the Netflix show is canon, we got Bullseye running around in Daredevil suits, the yeah. black killing people. Right, right, right. So, so the name of Daredevil has been you know, tarnished. Tarnished, yeah. So he's got some making up to do and whatnot to do it better in a new town in a new suit. Right. So. We shall see. But uh, we got a couple of comments here from some of our friends here. Cartoon Commotion, our buddy Cade Hawkins. Hey, your friends. Glad I didn't miss the show. Uh, good to see you, sir. Of course, uh, Cade's got a exciting new show called Cartoon Commotion. That is a new part of the Serial Box Network. Uh, so you can catch that. Um, I'm not sure. I think he's Saturdays at 8 p.m. Uh, as his normal uh, live time. So you can catch that on Facebook and YouTube. But uh, his show is all about old school cartoons. But the gimmick is that Cade himself is a cartoon. So it's, okay, a show, it's a show about cartoons, hosted by a cartoon, and his sidekick, uh, Jiggy, his pet pig, who also knows how to play the banjo. So it, it's more sweetness than you can handle, and it's going to be a good time. And so, and of course, your, your fanatic is going to be on the show uh, coming up in July, or no, August. He's going to be on my show in July. I'm going to be on his show in August. Uh, we're going to talk G.I. Joe, Real American Hero. So. Are you going to be animated? I will not be. Well, I mean, I'll be my usual animated self, but uh, Cade will be animated. I, I will not. The guests are all human. He's the only, He and Jiggy are the only tunes on the show. So, uh, But, uh, yeah, nonetheless, though, looking forward to that. Yo, Joe. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Marianne Stansberry saying hello, George. Hello to you, Marianne. Good to see you, dear. Uh, Dave Manley chiming in saying, uh, or, or first I was saying good evening, Fanatics. Good evening to you, sir. And then uh, chiming in about the Echo series is maybe what happens to Fisk. We'll explain that loud red Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> he was having, he was in financial hard times. He stole that from somebody. So he can't afford the nice suits there. So, oh, oh and uh, uh, Cade chiming in again about his show, uh, Plug here from my buddy. Tomorrow at 8 p.m., Jim and the Holograms. Thanks for the shout-out. You're very welcome, sir. So, yeah, Cartoon Commotion, if you're a fan of Jim and the Holograms, tomorrow at 8 p.m. And I, I, I appreciate Cade's insights, too. I mean, the guy knows the stuff. And uh, Jim's a show that a, there's a lot to talk about. Yeah. You know, hundreds upon hundreds of original songs were written for that series. Take that, Barbie and the Rockers. <laughs> <laughs> ask him ask him ask him if he knows uh kid video he should do a kid video show dude now there now the see now there's a good segue there kid video yes see you that you know if if my wife was listening that she would pop for that one because she's a big kid video fan yeah not too many oh, people remember it oh uh, well yeah, yeah i know my stuff but then that was another thing it's like oh my god you know who kid video you know what kid video is so yeah so, yeah, Michelle Pop, she's in the other room. So, <laughs> uh, Dave Mangley chiming in about uh, cartoon promotion saying that Ziggy uh, the pig plays the banjo, which is unusual since most pigs prefer the cello. I, yeah, I got, got nothing for that. <laughs> oh, and actually, Cade's uh, uh, commenting said that he just put out a short video about kid video. Nice. So the, so there you go, Bill. You got to check that out. So yeah, Kate's got some great insights on the stuff there. So, all right. So we got some comic stuff to talk about before we get into uh, creative overflow here. So because of course we we talk comics on the uh, fanatic forum here. So I'm gonna go 
full screen here if you don't mind. Uh, so here's some Marvel selections. I only have Marvel and DC this week here. That was my standouts. Uh, but of course, I'm a sucker for anything Avengers. And we have a facsimile reprint of Avengers number one here. And this literally is, with the exception of it costing $3.99 and not hundreds or thousands of dollars, uh, you can revisit what it was like to buy a copy of Avengers number one back in the 60s. So I love those. I love the facsimile books. Yeah. And, and the great thing is, it's like all the ads, everything, right. you know, uh, the, yeah, all the, you know, you can, you can still mail off your, you know, 3D glasses, all that kind of jazz. Uh, and more importantly, we got a brand new Avengers number one this week. Uh, yes, we this did. This is the, yes, the uh, uh, Jed McKay, uh, CF Villa, uh, Frico, and uh, Federico Blee are the uh, creative team on this one here. Uh, man. It's better than it's been in a while. Well, I, I was a fan of the Jason Aaron multiverse kind of stuff, but some folks didn't care for because it, it did get a little convoluted, which your timey-wimey multiverse stuff does. Mm -hmm. uh, I give a little forgiveness to that. But this, I mean, this is a classic Avengers lineup here. You've got Carol Danvers, Thor, uh, Iron Man, uh, Vision, Scarlet Witch, Black Panther, and Sam Wilson as Captain America, not Steve Rogers. Uh, and Carol is in charge of the team here. A classic lineup, classic bad guy here, big struggle kind of stuff. This is just gorgeous. I can't yep. wait for more. Agreed. Yeah, highest recommendation. Uh, another thing, uh, I am a sucker for uh, 70s and 90s era Marvel horror, and we get to revisit a little bit this week with Danny Ketch, yep. Ghost Rider. Number one here. Uh, Howard Mackey back in the writer's chair. Thank God, because it's not a really good Ghost Rider story without Howard Mackey. Yeah, he know, he knows he knows his Ghost Rider. Yes, he does. Um, and then um, let's see, we've got Guru EFX and um, is it Daniel Picado? I can't remember the first name, but um, excellent art. Uh, it's not it, it's not Mark Teixeira, but it's pretty close. Right. Uh, so it's a nice kind of reprint of that. But this is, I think, a four or five issue miniseries. Uh, and it's another nostalgia series. It's not connected to the current continuity because uh, you can find Danny Ketch uh, over in the current Ghost Rider series uh, that Benjamin Percy is doing right now, which is amazing. Uh, I always like I always like Danny better better than well any of the others, actually. Danny Danny yeah. just hit, hit the right place for me. Nice. But, and, you know, it was high school basically when Ghost Rider got relaunched for us anyway, so it just kind of hits. You know, Danny was a younger character than Johnny, so there you go. Uh, but this is a nostalgia series, so this does take place in older continuity. Uh, so it is kind of like a flashback series here. Uh, for Hulk fans here, we get a nice bridging series uh, because, of course, we are getting out of the series that... Um, Ryan Otley and uh, Danny Kate, uh, Donnie Cates were doing, and then, of course, Ryan Otley took over for the last few issues. So we have a Hulk annual number one. This is a great self-contained storyline because basically it's a documentary crew going around trying to do a documentary about the Hulk. And the problem is they found him. Nice. Uh, is, the, uh, then, is the documentary guy's name McGee? It is not, uh, but <laughs> it's really it, that would have been a great uh, aside if they had done that. So that would have been really cool. But um, they, they did not. But yes, there's a uh, perhaps an ill-fated crew that uh, finds the uh, uh, the the, uh, the uh, old green jeans here. Of course, I love this uh, Brad Anderson 
cover here. That's a great cover. Uh, but another thing, too, is that you get a preview of the upcoming Incredible Hulk number one that um, uh, Daniel Warren Johnson is writing and Nick Klein's going to be doing the art for. Um, and it's going to be another horror series, but not like the Immortal Hulk where it was very psychological. Uh, this is going to be more of scary monsters, you know, sort of thing like that. So, a little bit different, but yeah, nonetheless, interesting, good stuff. Uh, lastly, for our Marvel selections here, Fantastic Four, number seven, <laughs> but also this is the 700th issue of Fantastic Four. Uh, this is easily the best issue of this new series because halfway through the book, and it's a little bit of an oversized book than usual, um, halfway through the book, Doom pops in, and then Doom takes over for the majority of the issue. So that is always a great sign for me when uh, his lordship takes over a book and then runs the show for a bit. Um, well, I've, I've got all of those. I haven't cracked the cover on any of them. I haven't, I haven't even opened it. Uh, it's an interesting story because it's kind of a little bit back to basics for the Fantastic Four, uh, a little bit kind of more back to the family and kind of the uh, mystery of discovery sort of thing that right. a Fantastic Four should be. But there's not like, it's kind of an odd story that they're building to. So it, it, it's had kind of, you know, some up and down kind of uh, reviews. Some people like myself have enjoyed it and other people are like, well, it's a little slow or it's not like this. Like, they're getting to that because basically they have to kind of like, you have to kind of wait a year for the story to get to its climax, so mm -hmm. to speak. So, uh, but yeah, that seventh issue, 700 there, it, there's a whole lot of doom and what makes it even better is that when you get a good writer who knows how to write properly for Dr. Doom, right? you get a great, and Ryan North hats off to you, sir, because that's a well-written Doom book. So, yeah, and it just, you know, it, that, that's my boy, and so I, I'm very picky on his writing. Uh, Christopher Cantwell's 12-issue uh, series uh, was amazing. Uh, again, well-written Doom, so just that's how you gotta do it. A uh, couple comments here. We're going to get to real quick. I'll bring, bring Bill back up here so you don't have to hide. <laughs> uh, Dave Magley chiming in saying he's been digging Avengers Beyond. Yeah, that's the yeah. Uh, Al Ewing. Yeah, it's, it's been fun. Yeah. So we, uh, we started with the All Out Avengers uh, series and then transitioning into Avengers Beyond, another miniseries. But yeah, the Beyonder coming back. Yeah, that's always, a, I always enjoy him. Yeah, <laughs> kind of causing some ruckus, uh, and then also needing help too, because somebody out there is out for the Beyonders. Yep. So, uh, let's see here. Uh, Dave is also chiming in, saying uh, he's recently gotten into Robbie Reyes, especially when he drove Avengers Mountain uh, and Doom the Living Planet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jason, Aaron, Jason Aaron made Robbie an awesome character. Uh, he really stepped up the game uh, on Robbie. So it's you know, Robbie's a major player now. So. Uh, even though he's sort of out of the picture, he's not dead, but he's not on Earth either. So. Well, I never liked the car. I always liked the motor. The Ghost Rider should be on a motorcycle. It's just a thing. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's a, I, I'm a sucker for muscle cars, and that's a that's a pretty awesome car, though. Hey, oh, no, so, I mean, I love a good car, but yeah. it's just Ghost Rider should be on a motorcycle. Yeah, good point. Yeah, it's just, they're, trying <laughs> they're trying something new. But yeah, you're right. He is. I mean, granted, you know, not as Jason Aaron did prove though that not every writer 
has a motorcycle because, of course, you've got the one million BC rides a master. That's true. Uh, that is true. Then you've, got, then you've got basically the uh, Ghost Rider Samurai of feudal Japan who walks. Mm. Yeah. Well, and then even the the original world of horse. Yep. The, yeah. The, the and then of course you've got well yeah you've got like the the old West Ghost Rider, um, Spirit Rider. Basically, she can kind of like Robbie. She can ride anything, so turn anything into yeah. So yeah, so, it, it, interesting, interesting stuff nonetheless. Here, uh, Cartoon Promotion chiming in saying that uh, he agrees on the Fantastic Four takes. So, oh, thank you. Yeah, like I said, it's it's not for everybody, but it's classic Fantastic Four. So. There you go. Oh, Dave Manley chiming in saying, Cosmic Ghost Rider is pretty wild also. Yes, he is. That's yeah. an insane Ghost Rider, literally. <laughs> yeah, barely, I barely even acknowledge that he exists. Well, he's future, a possible future Ghost Rider. But, right. Yeah, and of course, not a part of the uh, the Blaze Catch family either. So, <laughs> uh, And then, oh, Cartoon Promotion chiming in, uh, saying that I uh, love the idea of the documentary crew following the Hulk. Uh, a similar concept was done in the Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the point of view is always fascinating to me. Uh, sort of reality bending and fun. Well, the Powerpuff Girls uh, episode was fun. The Hulk following the documentary crew, not fun. Yeah. I think that probably ended a little differently. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it did not go well. But, uh, yeah, I would follow the Powerpuff Girls. Uh, I mean, even though they're superheroes and they take on bad guys and stuff like that, the, the likelihood for collateral damage... Uh, on my behalf or the crew's behalf uh, will probably be minimal, so or even not at all. So, but yeah, <laughs> the Hulk one won't go so well. <laughs> a couple of DC selections here, uh, and then we'll do a commercial break real quick, and then we've got some creative overflow to talk about. For DC, you gotta go with Titans number one here. Uh, after the uh, Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths. The Titans are now the premier superhero team in the DC Universe. The Justice League have disbanded, and they have literally handed the keys to Dick Grayson and friends. Uh, this is a great beginning to the book here. Uh, Tom Taylor's the writer on here. Uh, Scott and Quok are your uh, uh, art team on here. I'm not sure which Scott that is. I can't remember. Uh, nonetheless, here, but a classic lineup of the Titans. Great stakes are going on in this book already, but uh, it's and they brought, fun. Uh, they brought one of the best characters back. The the tower. Oh yes, yeah. The tower is the tower is definitely back. <laughs> I was gonna say uh, they brought one of the best characters back. And, and it's gone green too. Uh, yeah. So yeah, uh, but yeah, nonetheless. Classic team here, great stakes going on. Love that book. So always, I have always loved the Titans. I'm kind of wishy washy. Sometimes uh, their their runs are really good, and then other runs are kind of like eh, not so much. But uh, I was a big good lord. Yeah, my, my cat's going nuts over here. Uh, I was a real big fan of the Rebirth era Titans. That was a, you know that and the Titans Hunt uh, storylines. That was some good stuff there. Mm -hmm. so, um, one more DC selection here. Batman, The Brave and the Bold. This is a new anthology series for Batman, um, but also kind of a more Brave and the Bold tie-ins as well because not every story in here is a Batman story. Uh, first story, of course, is a Batman story. We get essentially the first time Batman and the Joker meet. So Joker is still a new thing in Gotham, and Batman is also still a new thing in Gotham. He's only been around for about a year. Uh, so that's a really good story. Love how it's handled and kind of Joker's very creepy introductions. 
then we also get a Stormwatch storyline because Stormwatch is back in the DC Universe. Uh, Director Bones is in charge, and we get a mixture of some familiar faces from the Wildstorm stuff, but also some new faces. Uh, and apparently there's some big stakes if Stormwatch fails in their job. Um, because basically we're talking about planetary protection uh, from things outside and inside uh, the Earth itself. So, you know, lots of things going on there. Uh, another storyline, we get a Superman story in here. And a Heroes of the Future, which may be kind of a... Not sure where it's going. It's a black and white Batman story. A futuristic Batman, but... This futuristic Batman rescues two children named Richard and Jason. Oh, okay. So, don't know where or when that's going to take place, but yeah. Yeah, it could so, be another time travel thing. It, I don't know, but yeah, but the, 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 the Richard and Jason characters are children at this point, basically Richard being the older of the two, but yeah, so there you go. Uh, one more comment popping in here, cartoon promotion saying that uh, he wants to check out the Brave and the Bold Joker story now. Yes, yeah, it's it's wor it's creepy art, well written. So yeah, I recommend the you know, just j buying just the anthology just for the Joker story. That's going to be running for uh, a few issues at least in the series here. So yeah, so anyway, so there are your comic selections. Uh, if you guys got any other selections that you picked up this week that are worth checking out. Always uh, uh, let me know in the comments here because I'm always checking out new books. Or I mean, even though I work in a comic shop, sometimes I don't read everything, uh, or I may something may slip my mind, or you know, I, I may dismiss it, and somebody says, "No, no, that's actually worth checking out." And there, there you go. So yeah, I'm almost a year behind, but I just picked up and just discovered um, World's Finest, the Mark Wade title. So so good. Anybody that's not reading it needs to. Uh, that that's a lot of fun, uh, and you would be uh, pleased that. Uh, of course, I'm not sure if that's wrapped up or because I know it's still the issue like 14 or 15, uh, but it may be wrapping up. But that same creative team is over on the Big Red Cheese. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so the first issue that's out now. A uh, second issue is due out pretty soon. But yeah, uh, Mark Wade on the uh, the writing and uh, Dan Mora on the art. So. Yeah, and the Shazam fans are just praising it worldwide right now. So it's it's been well-received by those fans. So there you go. Uh, let's see here. Oh, hang on. Dave Magley chiming in saying there's a recent DC animated film adapting Mike Mignola's The Doom That Came to Gotham, a uh, story of pulp Batman versus Cthulhu. Yes, that's a great story. Uh, do you have any idea when the release date is on that, Dave? I haven't seen anything yet. I know it's... On the way, uh, it's, I don't know if you're still in production or not, but yes, uh, I'm looking forward to that, especially if Mike does handles any of the art for the animated series, if it looks or animated movie, if it looks somewhere close to that uh, storyline. So yeah, that's a, it's basically it's it, Hellboy art with a Batman story. Hmm. Yeah, and he's fighting Cthulhu sort of stuff. So yeah, it's kind. Of, I think it's kind of like a riff on, um, oh, what's the Lovecraft story like the. Doom that came to Sarna or something like that. Basically, it's like uh, fish creatures coming up from the ocean and, you know, wreaking havoc on a village that's, you know, a seaside village sort of thing like that. So, but something along those lines, possibly. So, either way, <laughs> we're going to take a break here real quick uh, for comic books for kids. And then when we come back, we got creative overflow to talk about. So, stay tuned, folks.
Comic Books for Kids provides comic books to kids in hospitals and cancer centers across the U.S. It's a place where we can all work together to make sure every child has a comic book. 100% of all proceeds go towards the kids. It's about making a difference, and while they're in the hospital, allowing them to fly like a superhero, battle dragons, or rescue teddy bears. We are in every state in the country and now support over 160 hospitals. Every month, we add more. Visit cb4k.org. And we are back, folks. All right, so the business to talk about today here, I'm on here, of course, with my friend Bill Hood, who is a renowned artist here in the Louisville area, uh, who, of course, you've, he's been on the show before. Uh, he's appeared over at Clobbering Comics Shepherdsville for a couple occasions, doing some signings and stuff like that. Uh, but you've got a big show coming up here on May 27th. I do. Um, it's been it's been in the works for uh, six months or more. Um, right, right towards right towards uh, mid December is when we started putting it together. Um, long and short is sitting at sitting at uh, various uh, comic book shows and and cons and whatnot. I'm sitting across from a, a pretty well known Marvel DC artist at one of the shows and. Um, I'm watching him not have anybody at his table. He's watching me not having anybody at my table, but the tables all around us with the toys and the pops and the comics and the celebrities and whatnot, they've got everybody there yeah. and nobody's given us the time of day. So yeah. I was like, you know what? Let's, let's put something together to just focuses on arts and the makers and the creative vibe. And uh, that's, that's what I decided to do. And that's what we've done. Yep, and so we've got your show here, Creative Overflow 2023, uh, coming up May 27th, so that's literally next Saturday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., um, and this is a celebration of pop culture artists, literally a show by artists for artists. So what can we expect going to the show here? Um, going into it, we've got a little bit of everything for everybody. Um, we've got portrait painters. We've got um, custom toy sculptors. We've got custom D and D dice makers and figure makers. Mm -hmm. um, plushies. We've got little, little um, resin makers that do things uh, um, like resin skulls and resin sculptors and whatnot. Um, we've got the, the anime art. We've got the comic book art. We've, um, wood burners and metal workers and just any, any, any sort of craft you might want to look for, it's going to be there. Nice. And of course you uh, sent me a bunch of pictures here of uh, some of the uh, vendors to expect. So we've got uh, one vendor here, nerdy and bored. So looks yeah, like that's a, that, art there. yeah, that's a, that's a group of uh, three or four young ladies that do, uh, that do a whole bunch of different stuff. And uh, they, they, they're kind of sharing the, the creative vibe. Nice, and of course they got looks like some like little. I don't know if those are magnets or stamps. Or um, they're little um, easels. Um, oh, yeah, well, canvases is, is the word I'm trying to look for. Oh, yeah, they're little canvases, and they uh, hand paint them while they're there and whatnot. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, that's a lot of fun. So, yeah, so of course you got art like that. Uh, we've got uh, Harpy's Nest here, which mm -hmm. looks like she's got a lot of like fantasy style crafts. And so well, if you look. If you look in the lower corner there, you'll see an aquarium type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, all of that is miniatures. Um, oh, wow. The, the pictures that are surrounding her are miniatures. I mean, 
when I met her, she was next to me at another con mm-hmm. and all of her stuff was, was miniatures and sculpted and whatnot. Uh, some of it wasn't even as big as your fingernail. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just amazing. I would have to stab my eyeballs out if I, if I did that sort of thing. <laughs> so yeah, so that is uh, Harpy's Nest. You can expect uh, her out there. Uh, we got another vendor here, Sewn by Jen. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, those, those are those are the plushies I was talking about. They're all hand sewn. Um, she she she's she's sewing her fingers off at the shows and whatnot every time I've seen her. That's awesome. You got a little corn there, goldfish, sushi. Oh, that's all cute. Yeah, they're all they're all super cute and super soft, and they're all food related. Oh, that's great. Uh, they're, uh, yeah, they're all food related somehow. So I mean, you're either gonna want to eat them or cuddle with them. <laughs> <laughs> Or, or both, if you're so inclined. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah. And then we've got here uh, Argent Engraving. Argent Engraving, absolutely, yeah. Um, uh, they're uh, woodwork, uh, woodworking, wood burning, metal, uh, metal, metal work, metal engraving, um, all sorts of things you'll see there. A lot of the geeky, uh, the geeky sort of thing. Uh, the Chateau Picard from from Star Trek, of course, the N64 blueprints, uh, the Darth Vader. Um, it's all on. Snacks disturbing. <laughs> right. No, it's all on uh, reclaimed. It's all on reclaimed metal of reclaimed wood. Um, but it's 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 a little bit of everything. It's not all. It's not all geek and comic and sci-fi. Um, they'll 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 they've got every everything that you could possibly want in, in wood or metal. Yeah, and I love that uh, Lord of the Rings that that uh, engraving there of the uh, the secret entrance to the mine. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Speak, friend, and enter. Oh, love that. Uh, of course, we're going to have uh, a couple of uh, artists you mentioned there. We've got uh, your friend and mine, Solo Perry's going to be there. Yeah, we know Solo. Solo's a great guy. He's a great artist. Um, a, 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 a vocal person that 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 will bring in the people, bring in the uh, mm-hmm. enter, bring in the entertainment, and, and get people riled up for it. Get people jazzed for the art and the art aspect of it. Absolutely, yeah. Solo's full of energy. Uh, he loves art. He loves getting people, you know, passionate about art. Uh, and he's he's the type of artist that believes that you know he can get you drawing or painting, or if you have no experience whatsoever, he can teach you. So, oh yeah, no, uh, yeah. I mean, every time I've ever talked to him, I I, I come away just amplified. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, and of course, you've got uh, another artist here, uh, Charles D. Help me with the uh, last. Moisant. Moisant. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. Of course, look, looks like he's got a lot of traditional comic art here. Yeah, um, he he. No, go ahead. Um, very much in the in the in the old EC comics slant. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's 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 it leans that way, but mm-hmm. he's also he he's also um, a game developer as well, a board game developer. Yeah, I see that there. So he's going to be he's. he's yeah, he's going to be have, he's going to have that as well, um, and also another just super outgoing guy. You're not going to have a five minute conversation with him. You might want to have a five minute conversation with him, but it's going to become an hour. Uh, well, he's already got an excellent uh, giant mustache there, and he looks like a friendly guy in this picture here. So yeah, yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah, I mean, he's he really is a great guy. Uh, and then of course uh, another art here, uh, Crow or Scarecrow. Yeah, yeah, um, it, it, that's that's uh, it's Jeremy Crow Orion. Um, the 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 banner there that you've got is a uh, pretty representative of his artwork. It's very cartoony, very stylish, very um, yes. 
very graffiti is 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 the way i would put it but it's it's fantastic it's awesome and it and um a lot of his work is is very very child friendly Mm -hmm. um so yeah i mean it's beautiful stuff yeah he's very reminiscent of uh, scotty young who's a popular artist does kind of very cartoony very much so Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, very much so yeah yeah so if you're a scotty young fan and you don't know who crow is get on that yeah because yeah jeremy's jeremy's a friend he's a good dude uh, and of course, you've got uh, Gino Howard's also going to be there as well. Uh, Gino is going to be there. He's coming in from Dayton. Um, this is the, he's only been doing this a couple of years, um, looking to spread his wings, kind of thing. And uh, that's that's just some of his artwork uh, circling him there. Um, oh, that is fantastic. I love that Thor. Yeah, he, he's like I say, he's a good guy. Um, he's another one you're not going to have a quick conversation with. Um, he'll talk your ear off if you let him. But but yeah, I mean that's a that's a good thing. Um, his his art is 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 great. Um, he's he's looking at uh, coloring it and, and making prints of it. Um, a lot of his a lot of his stuff is uh, custom uh, sketch covers for comic books. So he's gonna have he's gonna have uh, custom custom covers and sketch covers at the show. So that'll work that'll work out pretty well. Uh, and of course, you kind of mentioned a little bit here, like some of the fantasy uh, stuff here for D and D fans. Magic Man's magical collectibles. Yeah, uh, that's one of the resin artists we're going to have. Um, he, he, um, uh, resin everywhere. Uh, Keychains, key skulls, uh, little little sculptors of of all sorts of things. Um, you'll see in the back corner there of the skulls. You'll you'll see. Uh, uh, heart-shaped bellies so that's a that's a pregnancy thing oh. yeah it's actually a silhouette of a pregnant woman and the heart is in the belly okay so you can put like a, you know, baby pictures and stuff in there right yeah i mean i thought that was kind of cool um but yeah he's got all kinds of little little resin sculptures and whatnot in there yeah so here's some more like looks like these like coasters i guess maybe or yeah i'm, I'm assuming so yeah, those look awesome. Yeah, so this is fantastic. So yeah, I mean, literally, you know, this giant swath. I mean, that's just a little bit. You have like what over twenty different artists that are going to be. Yeah, yeah, we've got we we try to cover a lot of bases there. Um, we're going to have uh, custom jewelry, like I said. Uh, um, we've got some wire workers that make some wire jewelry. Um, we've got some uh, stone and 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 gem workers that are doing jewelry. Um, I mean, just you. Comic book writers, comic book uh, creators. There, it's not just uh, comics and geekery. It's it's a little bit of everything. If it, it it is what it says it is, it's a creative overflow. Um, oh, a bunch of creative people get together. Melt, Melty Max will also be there. Um, no, uh, she actually they they actually canceled. Oh, so yeah, they're they're not going to be there. <laughs> sorry, Dave. Uh, oh, and commenting to say that, uh, Dr. Uh, Solo Perry's Captain Universe looks good in that picture. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it looks even better for real. Uh, and uh, Dave's also familiar with Charles uh, Morsant, uh, saying that he spent some great evenings uh, with uh, he and some friends at Dragon Cons. Nice. Yep, yep, yep. Charles, like I say, Charles is a great guy. You're you're not gonna have a short conversation with him, but once you meet him, you, you feel like you've known him for decades. I, I like those kind of people. Yeah, those are my folks. Uh, oh, and commenting about the uh, Batman anime movie, anime movie we were talking about earlier, The Doom That Came to Gotham, uh, it's apparently out uh, for uh, purchase right now. You can buy it at Target, Best Buy, uh, or on streaming somewhere. So there you go. Oh, nice. I'll have to check it out. Yes, yes I, I'm definitely going to check it out. 
now. So awesome. Uh, yeah, so back to Creative Overflow here. So bring up the banner here once again. So yeah, May 27th, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. And this event's being held at the Access Care Community Center uh, at 908 DuPont Road in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, admissions $5 for adults. Kids 12 and under are free. So yeah, that's very exciting. Well, it's, it's, it's a great idea to have this kind of artist, you know, convention where you know it's it's run by you guys you know it's for you all and yeah i i see that constantly where you get a lot of cons where you get you know great artists are being kind of passed by because people want to just want to go buy comics or toys and whatnot and there's you know there's some people right. that are worth your time to and worth your money too <laughs> and we've got uh, you know some really good arts and crafts shows here in town um the the Gaslight Festival, the, the, the one downtown, uh, I want to say it's on speed. I can't even think of the name of it now. I'm blanking. Um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, great shows. Uh, not taking anything away from them, but even they don't cover, I think, maybe as much as we're trying to, mm -hmm. because, you know, they've got a lot of crafters, a lot of, you know, woodworking and things like that, but they don't have that much geekiness. And that's kind of what the fun thing about this is that you still get all the arts and crafts and paintings and whatever else that, you know, you enjoy at art fair. But if you're a little more geek oriented, this is a little more your wheelhouse here. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. And of course, you know, I will be there uh, for a better part of the day, uh, you know, majority of the day there, uh, live streaming, uh, talking to folks that are there and kind of, you know, promoting their art and what they're there for and, Getting into tons of geek conversations, I am sure, uh, and lots of other fun. But of course, uh, said there you're going to have uh, food trucks are going to be there as well. Uh, yep. yep, yep. Some door prizes. Um, not so much door prizes, but there will be giveaways, and we are oh, actually, yeah. yeah, yeah, and we are actually doing a silent auction for the benefit of uh, disabled veterans as well. So, um, the biggest majority of the exhibitors, the vendors, are actually donating pieces to the silent auction so wonderful yeah yeah so see there you go folks so yeah even better reason to go out on memorial day weekend here uh to go to a creative overflow here to support local artists uh you know you're supporting these people directly but then of course you will eventually support uh some veterans as well so there you go i mean it is memorial day it seemed appropriate yeah it's, it's fantastic <laughs> here so <laughs> a cartoon commotion chiming in saying uh, geek conversation is the best conversation I agree sir uh, completely 100% <laughs> so yeah so uh, yeah I'm just I'm excited about the event here uh, I'm excited to help promote uh, for you guys uh, but yeah so this this definitely should be a lot of fun there so you know Bring your checkbooks, uh, bring your credit cards, folks, because this is going to be a lot of fun here. Uh, you're supporting local art uh, in your own community there. So, uh, again, Creative Overflow 2023 is going to be next Saturday, May 27th, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Uh, at 908 DuPont Road, the Access Care Community Center. $5 admission gets you in. 12 and under uh, children are free. So, yeah. I'm looking forward to this, man. This is going to be a lot of fun. So uh, anything else we can expect there that I haven't mentioned yet? Um, no, I think we've covered a lot of the bases, a bunch of the bases. Um, I just want everybody to come out uh, that, that, that can um, spread the word, get some people out there, and, and make it a lot of fun. 
Absolutely, yeah. So it's it's going to be a good time. I'll be out there, so you can uh, you know hang out and uh, chit chat with uh, the other fanatic here. We can talk geek, or you can you know try to stump me with uh, you know questions about stuff. I don't know, whatever you want to do, man. But yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. So I'm looking forward to it. So, well. I guess we are going to be wrapping things up here for this week. So, Bill, thank you very much for being on again here. And uh, once again, where can we find uh, you and your arts uh, when we're not at Creative Overflow? When you're not there, you can find me at williamhood.art or at hoodart01 on Facebook. All right. Let's see. I can't remember if I had a... thought I had a banner for you, but I don't. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I know you did at one point. I did at one point, and it's it's lost to the computer gods. Yeah, uh, it's dead there. So, uh, yeah, okay, it's gone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I had it at one point, so <laughs> I had it, and it's gone. But yeah, so uh, WilliamHood.art. Yep. So there you go, and so in Creative Overflow next Saturday, ten to seven, we will see you guys there. So. And aside from that, I think we're wrapped up. So you guys have yourselves a wonderful weekend. Go out and do geek stuff. Guardians 3 is out there. Uh, I talked about it last week on the show, but if you haven't got to see it yet, go see it. Bring a hanky because it, it may bring some tears to you. So, anywho, Bill, thank you very much, sir. You have uh, thank you, George. I appreciate it. Hey, you're very welcome. Uh, hang back. I'm going to put you in the green room here. You guys have yourselves a wonderful weekend, and I will see you all. Uh, I won't see you next Friday because uh, I'm going to take the night off because I'll be doing uh, streaming all day on Saturday for uh, uh, Creative Overflow. So you won't see me on Friday, but I will be there on Saturday. So we will see you guys next time. Take care. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye.